Welcome to Sunday Schmooze with Rabbi Mendy Kievman from the Chabad House Jewish Community Center on Cedar Street in Milford. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a stimulating discussion of news and humor from a Jewish perspective. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Rabbi Mendy. Good morning. Yeah, Shavua Tov. But even more than that, Moadim Lesimcha, Aguten Moed. Today, we are currently during the joyous holiday of Sukkot, and we're in the intermediate days. The holiday begins with two holiday days when we go to Shul and we uh, don't drive and we don't use the electronics and we. We eat in the sukkah, and then we have five intermediate days where we could drive our cars and use electronics, but we still eat in the sukkah, well, we still go to shul too, and we still make the blessing on the lul of an esrik, just like on the first days. So it's like a weekday, and it's a holiday. So the two holidays were last Tuesday and Wednesday, then we have these five weekdays, today is number four, tomorrow is the last of those weekday holidays. And then finally, we'll have back to Yom Tif, the most, literally, the most joyous part of the most joyous holiday, which is Shmini Atzeres and Simchas Torah, the celebration of the Torah. You know, holidays are always joyful. I make the joke that, you know, you can wrap up all of Jewish history in nine words. They tried to kill us. We survived. Let's eat. Well, they tried to kill us. We won. Let's eat. We didn't just survive. We survived. We thrive. We won. We move on. So, the truth be told, this is a time to find reasons to be extra joyous. We eat in the sukkah. We sing and dance in the streets. We shake the lulav and esrig. All of those mitzvahs and actions that we do during Sukkot are, are all for two reasons. One, to bring joy to us and to other Jewish people. And two, to bring us together. And I guess by bringing us together, that also brings joy. The Sukkah represents a mitzvah which every Jew can use the same Sukkah to sit in. And therefore, a Sukkah is a, is, is a mitzvah that everyone can do. You don't have a sukkah in your house? Come on down. We have one at ours. Open to all. Huge sukkah. 
beautifully over the first two days of Yom Tif, and then again on uh, Shabbos. We packed the sukkah with many people because we had plenty of room to do it, and the food was delicious. The, what Rachi managed to put out, I mean, it's unbelievable. Every single day, another menu with more delicious food. You thought the day's, the, today's food was delicious? That night was even more, and then the next day was even more. Every day, the kiddushes, the foods, and of course, the company and the joy that came along with it. So today is Chag HaSukos, the holiday of Sukkot. It's also Zman Simchasenu, the time of our rejoicing. And then, the entire high holidays, including the holiday of Sukkot, comes to a climax on Simchas Torah, on this Tuesday evening, September 28th, and Wednesday morning, September 29th. I told this analogy over in Shul um, during the first days of Sukkot. Have you ever been to a real Jewish wedding? If yes, you'll appreciate this analogy, which I heard and then described in Shul, about the parts of the wedding and how they correspond to the holidays during the month of Tishrei. The beginning of the wedding is called the Kabbalah's Panim. At that time, the wedding reception combines both a very happy energy as family and friends greet each other, dressed in their best clothing, but there's somewhat of a serious atmosphere as well. The documents about the, you know, the engagement between the couple is read. The groom recites usually a Hasidic discourse. And then the groom is led by the two fathers, the fathers of the bride and the father of the, of the groom, over to the bride to cover her face with the veil. This is much like the unique energy of Rosh Hashanah, which really contains two different vibes rolled into one. On one hand, Rosh Hashanah is a happy holiday filled with festive meals and the family getting together to celebrate a new year with brisket and apples dipped in honey and pomegranate seeds. But along with all that joy, it's also a day of judgment where we pray really hard with a seriousness that's not found the rest of the year. The next part of the wedding is the chuppah. Many of you have taken part in our own family chuppah, in mushki, well, it's not our family chuppah, but it's a family simcha, when our own mushki got married just a mere seven months ago or so, and you took part through Zoom, and in person as well. It was such a beautiful, beautiful thing. Not as we would have loved it, we would have loved to have all of you join us at the actual celebration, but second best was to know that you were all with us in the, uh, on the Zoom and then afterwards said the Chaim with us with the wine and the beautiful glass that you had. So at the Chuppah, which is the next part, this is the most serious and intense time during the celebration. The spiritual energy of the Chuppah is one of transformation. There are two separate individuals who are being remolded and recreated into one, a new single unit. 
The chuppah begins with a soul-stirring melody. It's sung while the parents and grandparents seriously and somberly lead the bride with candles in hand. The young couple who are fasting and dressed in pure white are focused exclusively on the power of the moment and are deep in earnest prayer for the family which they are about to build. And then, after seven blessings, comes the breaking of the glass. Like an explosion, the mood is transformed into one of pure joy and happiness for the new beginning that has just been born and that will extend throughout their lifetime. Yom Kippur is an intense day. We all know that. We pray for hours with tremendous focus and concentration. We're fasting. We're dressed in white like the bride and groom under the chuppah. Our sins are being cleansed. We are being forgiven and transformed. And then at the end of Yom Kippur, after the blowing of the shofar, and the moment that we know our past has been cleansed, suddenly we have joyous singing It bursts out of our hearts. We blow the shofar in a state of joy and excitement for the possibilities ahead, for the fresh new beginning, the fresh slate for the year ahead. And that's why we sing and dance to the song of Napoleon's March. It's joy, it's ecstasy, it's amazing. And then the couple goes into a room called a Yichud room. Yichud means to become one, singular, alone. When the couple goes into the room for the first time, this couple is alone together. It's a time for intimate embrace, time to be one with each other. And indeed, that is what Sukkot is all about. You know, one of the most amazing, beautiful things about a sukkah is that, you know, obviously a sukkah should have four walls. But what's the bare minimum that a sukkah has to have? The bare minimum number of walls is actually two walls plus an extra little piece, almost like a third wall. That's the bare minimum. Four walls is best. But if you have a sukkah that has two walls with a little extra, a little piece to make up a third wall, that's already a kosher sukkah. You know why? Well, not why, but what that represents. What that represents is an arm giving a hug. If you think of your arm, pick up your arm. You can do that. Pick up your arm and look at your arm. If you're standing up and it's folded at the elbow, you have the first part of the arm, which has the bicep on it. That's wall number one. You have the second part of the arm which goes from the wrist up to the elbow that's wall number two and then you have your hand the hand is wall number three when we go into the sukkah it's God giving us an intimate embrace an embrace where God says you are mine and I am yours we came from Rosh Hashanah we came from Yom Kippur and now here's a hug obviously when you have four walls 
then you get a beer hug. But even the simplest one-handed hug, the simplest sukkah, is like a one-handed hug. And that room, when the couple goes in for that quiet time together, that's the joy of sukkahs. Eating in the sukkah, becoming one, bringing the four kinds of the lulav together. And then you have the wedding party. The wedding party has delicious foods, is dancing, can go on for hours as people spin and they sing along to the music while enjoying the dinner and drinks of the night. The comparison between the intense joy and the unchecked celebration of a wedding party to the pure happiness and joy-filled energy of Simcha's Torah is obvious. It is a time of our rejoicing, a time of jubilation in our relationship with God and our good fortune to be His chosen nation. Could you imagine? We celebrate the Kabbalah Spanim, the reception in the beginning. We celebrate the Chuppah and then we're celebrating with Simchas Torah. We're celebrating the joy of the Torah. You see, there are two parts to the Torah. One part of the Torah is the wisdom that is within the Torah. And in that case, when you celebrate the wisdom of the Torah, then it matters how smart you are, how learned you are, etc. But then there's another part to the Torah. The Torah when it's closed in its cover. And that's the part of the Torah, the connection that every Jew has, no matter how intellectually smart you are, how much Torah study you know, or how much Torah study you've done, or how little Torah you know, and how little of the Torah you've done. And that's indeed what Simcha's Torah is all about. It's the connection of the Jew with the Torah. It's the moment on Simcha's Torah when we celebrate the completion of the Torah, the ultimate bond between us and our Creator, and we dance with the Torahs closed within their covers to remind us that our connection with the Torah is one that is not about how much I learn and how much I study and how much I know, but just the fact that I have a neshama, I have a godly soul, and I am connected to it. You see, the Torah is not just the secret of Jewish continuity. It is the greatest gift ever given to man. The Torah is the ultimate intimacy that we can achieve in becoming connected to and becoming one with our God. At Mount Sinai, we married God. And on Simcha's Torah, when we finish studying the entire Torah, comes the celebration of that closeness and intimacy. The chuppah is holy and the wedding is fun. And think about it this way. Can you imagine if you got married and either the bride or the groom shows up to the Kabbalah Spanim, to the chuppah, and even to the yichud room, but then isn't there at the dancing. The celebration of that bond and love is not there. Runaway bride, runaway groom, they left. Obviously, something would be amiss. Similarly, taking part in Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and not taking part in Simchas Torah is like being a runaway bride. You're there for the serious parts, but when the joy comes, 
You know where to be found. Sometimes we call that Jews who like the oi and not the joy. So they love the seriousness, the guilt. But the celebration? Maybe not so much. So you may have been in shul this year. You should definitely be celebrating Simchas Torah. And if you weren't in shul this year for Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, then you definitely, definitely need to be celebrating Simchas Torah. So this year, Simchas Torah, I'm inviting you to be there at the celebration. Don't let the ball drop. You know, they say at the New Year, on January 1st, we watch the ball drop. At the Jewish New Year, we make sure the ball doesn't drop. Right? We don't want to drop the ball. We juggle the balls, we don't want to drop them. Similarly, I invite you to join us this Tuesday evening, September 28th, beginning at 6 p.m. We're going to have this huge holiday dinner, which includes some of the foods you're going to love. Kosher subs, New York deli, franks and blanks, matzo bowl of vegetable soups, kugels and knishes, sushi, locks, and all sorts of other stuff, along with soft drinks for the kids and l'chaims for the adults. So it starts at 6 o'clock dinner, and then we have a special program for the children, for the, which will be done by 7.15, including dancing with the Torahs. The kids will get a chance to dance with the Torahs, and there's no charge to join us. All you got to do is go to our website, jewishma.com, and sign up for this amazing celebration. And then, on Wednesday morning, September 29th, at 10.30 a.m., we have the completion, the conclusion of the reading of the Torah and the restart. And I invite you to join us again that morning, 10.30 a.m., for a huge brunch, which includes salads, gefilte fish, herring, kugels, knishes, cakes, juices, open bar of l'chaims, and more. This is your celebration. It's your wedding. Make sure not to miss it. Put it down in your calendar. September 28th at 6 p.m. and September 29th at 10.30 a.m. Where are you going to find all the details? At www.jewishma.com. J-E-W-I-S-H-M-A.com. Looking forward to seeing you, but firstly, go to the website and register so we know you're coming.
there you have it, just a little foretaste of the joy and celebration of Simchas Torah. So I told you all about Simchas Torah. Did I mention why we're starting late today? Um, I did in my email earlier. Uh, well, this morning they had their annual uh, firefighters recognition. It's also a memorial for the firefighters who have uh, passed away in the past, especially the most recent past. There were a number of local firefighters that have passed away. And as being the chaplain of the fire department, as well as the Milford Police Department, I was invited, as I am each year, to um, lead the benediction, to thank God, and to pray to God, to give the firefighters the blessings they need, that they should be safe and healthy. And indeed, we join together on our Shmooz show today, all together wishing our firefighters locally and those around the world to be safe, away from all harm, and to, that their job should come to an end as we have the revelation of Mashiach when there will be no more pain and suffering and uh, they won't have to do their jobs. They can sit and study Torah instead. <clears throat> so it's interesting because, uh, you know, I, I noticed in the, in, in the uh, program that they gave out and then as well, they talked about how they were sort of apologizing that they pushed it off. Usually... Um, this firefighter recognition day, recognition and memorial takes place during May or June. Um, but this year, for whatever reasons, they felt that pushing it off to September would be uh, less uh, of a health risk. So they were sort of like apologizing. And I got up there and I said, come on, there's a thing called Hashkacha Pratis, divine providence. Everything that happens, happens for a reason. Even the things in our lives that seem like they're so... Um, shouldn't have happened. Our car is supposed to start, and it doesn't start on a morning when you're going to a, an important meeting. You know, you, you really didn't expect to, but then you get this foot pain, and you have to go to the doctor, and you have to take off work to go to the doctor. Oi! These are such terrible, terrible things that happen to us. But everything is by divine providence. Everything that happens, God ordained for us to happen. The question is, are we going to recognize it or not? So I pointed out, that this year we commemorated 20 years since 9-11. And I guess it was apropos that this year's uh, time of recognition took place during September, not, f- after, not far after the anniversary of 9-11. So we can recognize not just the, the heroes of 9-11-2001, but that we got the opportunity to recognize the heroes of 9-11-2021. Which in a way... In today's day and age, it's more important. It's important to remember the heroes who have fallen in 9-11. But it's also important to remember those who are living today, keeping up the good fight, the brave men and women who will be there for us when we need them. And as I said before, may God bless us to have the revelation of Mashiach now so that we don't need the services of firefighters and doctors and a police force, etc., besides to help us encourage us to do the laws of Torah and mitzvahs. So, we're still in the holiday of Sukkot. We're not just in the holiday of Sukkot. We had the beautiful song before, V'samachta Bechagecha. You should be happy and joyous in your holiday. So we're still in Sukkot. Sukkot is the climax, but we still are in Sukkot. So two things. Number one, if uh, you'd like to shake the little of an esrig, maybe you didn't do it yet this year, or you've done it already, but want to do it again. We have two more days that you can do it. That's today and tomorrow. Sunday and Monday. Those are the two days that you can um, shake the lul of an esrik. 
So we have on our website, jewishma.com, a special section called Lulav and Latte. And you can go there, click on the link on top of the page at jewishma.com, and choose a time slot you'd like to come um, today or tomorrow, September 26th or September 27th. Um, some of the time slots have been taken already, but whatever's left there, you can choose a time slot for 10 minutes. You come to the sukkah, make the blessing on the lulav and the esrik, have a piece of cake, maybe babka, maybe coffee cake, maybe some of Rachi's amazing new brownies. Whatever it is, is something delicious going to be waiting for you, or just have a, coffee, a cup of coffee or another drink with us in the sukkah. So go to our website. There's no charge. Just pick a time, and we'd love to shake the lulav together with you. It will be me. Uh, or uh, Rachi will be there. Obviously, those who are coming for the drum circle today, the lunch drum circle. Did I mention the lunch drum circle? I don't remember anymore. It's been such a busy morning. So so um, we invite everybody to join us today at 12 o'clock for a, sh- a sukkah's drum circle um, and lunch. Enjoy bagels, lox, cream cheese. You know, in general, there's no small lunches. You know they say there's no free lunches? At Chabad, there's no small lunches. Rocky's going to put out a lunch. It's going to be a lunch. Probably closer to what most people enjoy in a dinner. So you want to join us today. Ortho Day, a very famous um, uh, drum drumist. I don't know. I don't know what we call. We're going to find out what he's called. Drum leader is going to be here today and help us. So you don't have to have any experience. You don't have to know how to drum. You don't have to be professional at it. You just come and you'll enjoy. We had him here a number of years ago on Purim. Many of you remember that. So much so that the Hayun family hired him to come do um, enhance the celebration at Liam's Bar Mitzvah this past summer. And today, you'll have the chance to take part. Again, as I said, it starts at 12 o'clock, so don't wait. Go right now to the website, jewishma.com, J-E-W-I-S-H-M-A.com, and I want you to click on the button that says... um, What does it say there? It says uh, Lunch and Drum Circle. There you go. And then you can... Uh, register for today's event. You can also, while you're there, you have the ST Dinner and Brunch. ST stands for Simchas Torah. So on top of the page, on on the menu, click. And it's free of charge because the dinner on September 28th at 6 o'clock is being sponsored by Bracha Gilmeister in honor and in memory of her son Stephen, also known as Gilly, which is the... um, the found the, the, because of him, we brought about the founding of an amazing, amazing organization called Gilly's House, a place that helps people, helps men. In this case, men who are going through um, sobriety and they need the help. And Bracha is there with their amazing staff um, to help these young men, maybe old men too. I don't know. Yeah, there are probably some old men there too. But on the twentieth at night, we're going to celebrate his life. Um, with joy and celebration because he was a, a, a kid that had a smile on his face whenever I saw him. I never saw him without a smile. So September 28th, free of charge. Please join us. And then you can sign up also for the brunch on September 29th, which is sponsored by um, Jeff and Cindy Cates in honor of Jeff's father's yard site. So you got it all there. Go to our website, jewishma.com and register. Now, we're gonna we, before we forget, we have the Shema. We didn't say the Shema. So let's take our, put something on your head, a yarmulke. The guy's got to put a yarmulke on the head or any Shema to anything you got. Then take your right hand, cover your eyes and join together with Chani and I. I'm so happy that she's here with me today um, to say the Shema. Here we go. 
Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kevod Malchusai Lailam Va'en And we're not going to do a drink today because it's Sukkot and I got to eat in the Sukkah. So uh, you're welcome to come to my Sukkah. Oh, did I just mention that, that we're having lunch in the Sukkah? Yeah, you can come eat in the Sukkah. No matter what, it's outdoors, it's in the Sukkah. We have everything you need. Nothing to him. Can I have a coin for you right here? Okay, you have two coins now. Oh, there you go. Now, if you have a coin, let's take it and put it in the pushka or a cup that you set aside. To Thank you, Chani. I love when you make that noise each week so we can hear this. Now, we learned a new song <coughs> about our sukkah. You see, the sukkah is a place where we come in, we celebrate, we come together as family, even for our friends who become part of our family. And Rachi made this beautiful song, which we, we, Khani and I sing it, and we, and we always mess up. But we're going to do our best today to try to get it right. Now, you may notice, if you've been to my sukkah, you may have noticed something interesting. There are no decorations in the sukkah. There's no decorations. Did you ever notice that? Did you notice that and wonder, hey, did the rabbi rip me off? You know, you came for dinner either on last Monday night or Tuesday night, or you came just this Friday night, packed house. And, and, you, and you said, wait, where, where's the decorations hanging? <clears throat> it's interesting. And then in Chabad custom, we don't have decorations in the sukkah. Well, well, that's not right. We do have decorations in the sukkah. But the decorations in our sukkah don't hang from the ceiling. The decorations in our sukkah are the guests, the beautiful, beautiful guests, the people who come and celebrate sukkahs with us. That is the decorations in the sukkah. But we do hang a picture of the Rebbe on, uh, on the wall of our sukkah to remind us whose sukkah it really is and because of whom we are here and reminds us to be better and better. So we have a beautiful picture of the Rebbe holding his lulav, which connects perfectly with this holiday. So, Chani, let's do this uh, sukkah song, which we hopefully won't mess up. And if we do, hopefully Rachi won't hear it. Here we go. I have a little sukkah, it has four walls and a door, it doesn't have a ceiling, it doesn't have a floor, the schach will be the ceiling, the ground will be the floor, we'll hang a Rebbe picture. And the sukkah's ready for all. See, so you got that? It has four walls, but no, no ceiling and no floor. What's the ceiling? The schach. The schach is the greenery and the bamboos that we put up these temporary branches that go up on the roof to be the, the ceiling. And the floor is the ground, the beautiful ground. We have a beautiful patio outside, and that is the floor that we have as the sukkah. And if you didn't take part in it yet, you must come and take part in this beautiful Sukkah and Sukkah celebration. So, as part of the celebration of Sukkot, I mentioned that the Rebbe said we should do just like they did during Temple times, that every night they would dance and light up the whole city of Jerusalem and celebrate in the streets of Jerusalem, in the Temple, of course, but also in all the streets of Jerusalem. And now, the Rebbe asked, we should celebrate in our streets, everywhere we are, whether you're in New York City or you're in Milford, Massachusetts, or in Boston, or in Chicago, we should celebrate in the streets. And every night, we've done that. 
We've gone out to the streets and we've celebrated and danced in the streets. You know, sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less. In fact, last night we had a really beautiful occasion. Our friend Chris Matthew Roberts showed up here with his guitar and we have what we know as a kumzitz. We sit around in the sukkah. It's the Yiddish word for the day brought to you by the uh, Kate's Financial Services. Kumzitz means come and sit. You sit down in the sukkah and we, he had his guitar and we played various nigunim, songs without words and then some songs with words. And then we went out to the street and uh, Chris had his guitar and we played some lively music and we danced around on the street. Some of the kids even made kulas. Another Yiddish word for the day. A kula is a somersault which they made um, on the street. Obviously, it was when no cars were coming. We made sure of that. But it was a beautiful thing. Chani loved the dancing. But one thing Chani loved even more was when on Thursday, we went to New York. And she was telling everybody about this. We went to New York because in New York, they have the, the, the joy of all joys. They block off several blocks in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. And they have this huge stage and a band that begins at 9.30 p.m. And the music doesn't stop till 6 a.m. And there are thousands of people spread out all across these streets, dancing and celebrating, because I'm Yisrael Chai. And Chani came with me. We went to New York Thursday night, and she got to dance. It was a little rainy. It was a little rainy, so she had her umbrella. But she got to dance in the streets. I have a beautiful video of her dancing in the streets. Maybe I'll, I'll post it up on, um, on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Chabad. Maybe I'll post it up there a little later. But we had a beautiful celebration of dancing in the streets. And you can do that too. Tonight, either come here to Chabad and we'll go outside in the street and dance or do it in front of your house. Don't be afraid. You're worried that your neighbors might call you Meshuganas? Don't worry. They call you Meshugana anyway. Go out in the street and dance. Celebrate being a Jew. And that's where you'll find God. And now I have a beautiful song. Because, I'm sorry, I meant to say this. When we were at the celebration, they had a singer up on the stage that was accompanying the music. His name was Shlema Simcha, a great, great singer from Toronto. He came to New York to lead the, the celebration. And Khani looked up at the stage. He goes, look, Uncle Maishi's on the stage. And I looked up and I realized that Shlema Simcha indeed does look like Uncle Maishi. So I decided I'm going to play uh, a sukkah song, which has a whole bunch of some in English, some in Yiddish, some in Hebrew, of Uncle Maishi singing some sukkah songs. Enjoy. Arachamanu yakim yakim lanu Esukas David hanofales Arachamanu yakim yakim lanu Esukas David hanofales Arachamanu yakim lanu Esukas David Hanofales, Harachaman, Huyakim Lanu, Esukas David, Hanofales. What a beautiful sukkah! Such beautiful decorations and the stars shining above the schach. We take the lulav and esrog and wave in all directions, back and forth, right and left, and up and down to show that Hashem watches over us wherever we are. 
Rahman, who Yakim Lanu, Esok has David, Hanafalas, Harahaman, who Yakim Lanu, Esok has David, Hanafalas. Did you ever shake a lulav, a lulav, a lulav? Did you ever shake a lulav on a soapless day? Upwards and downwards and sidewards and backwards. Did you ever shake a lulav on a soapless day? Did you ever shake a lulav, a lulav, a lulav? Did you ever shake a lulav on a soapless day? Upwards and downwards and forwards and backwards. Did you ever shake a lulav on a soapless day? Take me out to the sukkah, take me out in the fall. Put some schach on top of me, then decorations up to the wall. We will shake, shake, shake the lulav, along with the esrog too. With a one, two, three hadassim and two aravos. Simchas Torah, it's time to dance. Wave your flags and raise your voices as we sing and rejoice that Hashem gave us the best present anyone could ever have, our precious Torah. Everyone, let's dance! Ki mitzion teitze sora udvar Hashem Yerushalayim Ki mitzion teitze sora udvar Hashem Yerushalayim Moshe emes v'sora
As we're getting close to the 12 o'clock hour, and uh, people will be coming for the lunch. I want to remind you of the amazing celebration. As I said, this is the wedding celebration between us and God. It's a time not to be missed. It's the holiday of Simchas Torah. So the two most important times to join us is Tuesday, September 28th at 6 p.m. We start with a dinner, and then we have at the huge outdoor sukkah, and then after dinner we have the hakafos, the first one is for the children. Bring your children of every age. There's no charge. They'll have dinner and then they'll get to dance. And because we know that it's a weekday night, we'll make sure the children's hakafa is over a little after seven so that they can get home in time to uh, get to sleep, have an early night. But the adults can stay on as late as they want. Usually it goes on till 9 or 10 p.m., maybe even later some years. But you can stay as late as you want. Stay for 10 minutes, stay for an hour, stay for three hours, whatever tickles your fancy, but celebrate because this is your connection. You're saying, Rabbi, I'm a little nothing. I don't study Torah. I don't do this. What's, what do you mean it's my connection? When God gave us the Torah, He gave it to us because of our neshama. As a Jew, it is ours. We equally have a part in it. This is not a celebration of a friend or relative's connection to the Torah. It's your connection to the Torah. So don't miss out. Don't miss out. Go to a website, jewishma.com, put in your name, put in your phone number, register that you're coming for dinner at 6 p.m. on um, Tuesday, September 28th. And then if you really have the guts, and I hope you do, you'll join us on Wednesday, September 29th. At The, the brunch begins at 10.30 in the morning, and then we have the whole uh, shebang take over again. So, 10.30 in the morning on Wednesday, September 29th, 6 p.m. on Tuesday, September 28th. But there are two more times you need to know about. Number one, Monday, September 27th is the beginning of the holiday, and we have a, a shortened uh, celebration. We call it the Israel Dance, because in Israel, they only have one day of the holiday. In America, we have two days. So to commemorate the, the celebration going on in Israel on Monday night, we're going to have a shortened uh, celebration with Akafas and dancing with the Toros. It won't be as grand and as big as the next night, but still is exciting. We love having the people who join us. We eat in the sukkah outdoors. It's a lot of fun. Then on Tuesday morning, we have the traditional service that begins at 10 a.m. And during that service, we have the Yisker Memorial Service. We memorialize all those who've passed on from the in your own lives and in the community. So, And that begins somewhere at about 11 a.m. So you don't want to miss it. Um, if you're joining us for the services on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, you must register online or send me an email, rabbi at jewishma.com, rabbi at jewishma.com. 
so that you can uh, take part. And we'd love to have you take part in all of these exciting, exciting events. What I'm going to do now is I have this great clip of a whole bunch of Israeli singers from the wide spectrum of the Jewish community, Sephardic, Ashkenazic, Hasidic, Misnagdic, you know, not really Misnagdim anymore, more like Litvish, Yeshivish, whole group of them got together and sang various Sukkot songs. And I'm going to play that for you at the end of the show today. Um, and thank you for joining us. We will be back next Sunday as well. And I hope before next Sunday that we celebrate together again on, Suk- on Simchas Torah this Tuesday evening and Wednesday morning. I hope you'll join us. You won't leave me hanging. We want to see you. I want to see it, be able to say Alechayim together with you. So, remember, go to our website, jewishma.com, and then I'll play the music, and then once the music's done, I'm going to see you here for lunch today. There's so much going on at Chabad. This is awesome. It's amazing. So remember, <clears throat> honey, we're going to do this together? Yeah. Your next deed okay. will change okay. the world. So make, make it a good it. one. Lechayim! And now enjoy this mishmash of all kinds of Jews, quote-unquote, all kinds of Jews, Sukkot music. Some of them you may be familiar with, others you've never heard before, but no worries. Get up and dance. It's Sukkot. We're getting ready for Simchas Torah. Don't be afraid. As I've said before, if your family members think you're a Meshuggana because you're dancing around on a Sunday morning, don't worry about it. They think you're a Meshuggana anyway.
Oh, my God. 
You've been listening to Sunday Schmooze with Rabbi Mendy Kievman from the Chabad House Jewish Community Center on Cedar Street in Milford. For more information on the Chabad House, including upcoming events, adult programs, Hebrew school, and more, visit gotchabad.com. That's G-O-T-C-H-A-B-A-D.com. Shalom.